Welcome to the Spooky Stoners oh my Podcast. Gosh, this is a musical episode. No. I still don't have my microphone in my hand. What is wrong with me? You kind of started that one with no warning. Yeah. You just went right on with it. We were like really quiet. And we was, were like really quiet. <laughs> we were like sitting and we're just like I was doing I was our notes. Editing. Or, yeah, editing our notes. This is episode this two for the day. I can't get this thing off here. Oh! Okay, I did it. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're like also like two joints in. So like we're like Chilling. we're good. Both were indica. It's a musical episode. Not really. Anyway, That'd be I'm lot. Lindsay. I'm in Dina. case you didn't know. And she's Dina. I am Dina. I have been Thank for you. Like for three jo- years. For joining us. <laughs> On this podcast, we talk about witchy and spooky shit that we love to talk about and hopefully you love to listen to. And as the title of this podcast suggests, we do all this while smoking a little bit of that good stuff. (laughs) So buckle up, you psychos, and let's go. Psychos. Weirdos. (laughs) Y'all are weird, just so you know. I'm weird, too, so we're all together. My kid gets so upset. all in this together. I know. My kid gets so upset when I call him weird, and I'm like, I think that's a good thing. I think being not weird is actually cause for alarm. Like, what do you mean you're not weird in some kind of way? What's like wrong Ted with Bundy? You? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. If if you say, like, I don't think I'm that weird, I think you're weird. Yeah. Like, I think you're odd. But there's also, like, weird, and then there's, like, weird. Yeah, like, ooh, that's weird. Like. Like, uh, odd weird. And there's weird, like, good weird. Yeah. Like, walking down the street. Have an argument with yourself. Like, maybe a little bit on the weird side. Well, I would probably think you were on drugs. Yeah, she not was to- weird. She was totally on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> not, this is not my story yeah, that I was I'm telling. Yeah, say, like, what? No, no. I feel no. like you know. Though, when I was a teenager, I definitely argued with myself on my way home from, like, school or something. I'd be like, that bitch, that bitch that was trying yeah. to start a fight, I should have just said this. I should have said this. That's not arguing with yourself, though. No, I was. You're arguing with someone else. Yeah. Just well, in your head. I'm pretty sure that lady was just arguing with someone else in her head, too. That's we just true. couldn't see the other bird's head. That's true. I don't know, man. Because I also talk to myself yeah. frequently, especially since I live alone and work from home. Yeah. So. So, um, you want to hear how petty I am? Yes. Okay. So, before you came over, I was uh, watching a Scientology uh, video. Like, it's, um, suppressive person, which is a uh, Scientology word for, like, you can't talk to this person because they are against the church. Oh. And so, basically, there's this thing called SPTV, and one of their people is, uh, born in Scientology. I think it's his, uh, YouTube channel. Um, but his name is A.A. Ron. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's Aaron. Um, and he, some Scientologist has a copyright on one of his YouTube videos because he did commentary on one of the Scientology business um, videos. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, that's a copyright. And he's like, no. And then not only that, but he was like, you know what? The, you know, I have only had 12 views on this video that I did two months ago. Mm-hmm. But you want to know something? Since they're bringing it back to my attention, I'm going to bring it back up to your attention. So you should go over there and watch it. And so I literally put it on loop. Oh my I gosh. took a nap. It's still on loop. Nice. And I'm just like, we're just going to keep this going. Like, yeah. don't be a dick. Whatevsies. How about that? 
But yeah, it just makes me laugh because I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to play it on loop because on loop. how dare they do this to you? I'm very protective about my YouTubers. And not only that, but if SS Sniper Wolf can like dox someone and do like her own little review videos. Have you ever watched her videos? I yeah. hate her videos. Yeah, my kid likes her. She's, yeah. Uh, um, um, Charlie likes her. Yeah. And I'm just like, she's just really obnoxious. I don't like her at all. Yeah. Anyway. But she uh, got on to someone because they were doing comment. She she does commentary. That's her thing. Right. She does commentary on other people's videos. Right. And so someone did commentary on her videos and was talking about how, like, she doesn't actually, she's not really a YouTuber because she just, she watches videos. Like, she doesn't have any content of her own that she does. Right. And she went full psycho, went to his house, posted it on Instagram, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you going to do about this, YouTube? And then YouTube was like, oh, gee darn, y'all really shouldn't be doing that. Well, I mean, yeah, that is crazy. Go to his house? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. Of course, she did, like, apology letter and stuff like that. But, like, if she doesn't fucking get in trouble, A.A. Ron better not be getting in trouble. Yeah, for sure. I will be petty as fuck. For sure. Are you going to go first this time? I am. Since we're doing everything, it's opposite day? It's opposite day. Dun, 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 dun. No, we were exciting. We, we were saying like we need to do two episodes a day, and I was like, "Ooh!" And she's like, "How about you doing metaphysical?" There was metaphysical that you were wanting to do. I was like, "I can do that." Yeah. And you want to know something? I wish I could do this more often. Yeah. My Ted Bundy notes took two evenings. Yeah. My subject it took like thirty. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, thirty minutes." That's yeah. it. Because uh, first it's I don't know it's. More ancient than Ted Bundy, I guess. There's well, more information. Well, I also like the fact that, like, I can't get anything wrong. Like, obviously, Ted Bundy, if he killed someone on a certain day. Right. And I got that wrong, someone could be like, ooh, you got that wrong. Yeah. This shit, it's whatever. Yeah, everything's made up and the points don't matter. Yeah, exactly. So, today. Dun, 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 I'm so excited. I'm talking about chakras. That I think it was just the other episode, like, two, three, four, uh, whatever. Well, I talked I was, about auras. Well, I was talking about. I got my chakras aligned right, right, right. and how great it was and everything like that. So I've always been in chakras because mm-hmm. um, even when you were in your marriage era Ugh. and we were at the other job and yeah. we went to the new age stop, like that's what I was looking for was stuff to like align my chakras. Yeah. You got that like chart thing. Yeah. And I, I ended up throwing that. it away. Why? I don't oh know. Oh my gosh. That would have been so freaking handy right now. You wouldn't have even needed to do notes. Yeah. You'd have just had that thing. It'd be like it'd be like a presentation. I'd be like, and here's this chakra. Except they chakra. can't see us. Yeah, except they can't. I would Quick do, I dance would... party. <laughs> All you can hear is the chairs moving and the wind hitting our mics. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um So it's it's something that I've always been interested in. It's very um it's woo woo. And yeah. I kind and I kind of liked it because you can incorporate other things into it. It's not just energy in your body. You can use things outside of your body to align them. Right. So it's always been something. But anyway, chakras are the energy centers of the body. They are located in the astral body along the spine, starting at its base and running upward to the crown of the head. Uh, chakras radiate a specific color and energy. They're believed. That if they're blocked or malfunctioning, it can lead to physical, psychological, and emotional disorders. So it's like, if you feel like you don't have energy, 
that could be a misaligned uh, chakra. Um, if you have headaches, it could be misaligned chakra. Like pretty much anything, you could probably be like, let me investigate this. And I'm not saying be totally sold on this idea. Right. Also go to your doctor. Go to your doctor. Right. Do both. But like it might be something that, for instance, if you call the doctor's office and they're like, oh, we can't get you in for two weeks. Right. You can work on this stuff to try and relieve some of the pain before you get to the doctor and they're just like, oh, look, you have a tumor in your brain. Ah, that took a dark turn. (laughs) Took a totally dark turn. Jeez Louise. Well, you know, I can't be too light. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. Chakra alignment is not going to cure a tumor in your brain. No. Definitely see your doctor. So there's seven main chakras um, as they appear on the body. Um, And I'm just going to use the common names up for them because... They have like this other name, but it has a lot of syllables and <laughs> words. And I'm going to be doing good just getting their common name. It, it's like bona- It's like plants. You have the botanical name and you have the common name. Yeah. And it's always fun to receive a fax written in Latin. <laughs> God, I used to hate that so much. Like, seriously, dude, I can't read your chicken scratch and it's in Latin. Like, come on. And then also, do you want two trays or two plants? Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know what you want. Anyway. Uh, first, we have the root chakra. Its color is red. It's an earth element. That, duh, roots, grounding, you know. Florals for spring. Shocking. Yeah. Name the, that quote. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I'm not going to tell the listeners. They'll have to comment somewhere. Okay. The root chakra is located at the base of the spine between the anus and the gentle genitals. <laughs> the gentles. I mean, you should be gentle with them. Yeah. Um, it is characterized by the emotions of survival, stability, and ambition, and self-sufficiency. When this chakra is out of balance, a person starts feeling unstable, ungrounded, lack of ambition, lack of purpose, fearful, insecure, and frustrated. So, do any of y'all have those issues? Only on days that end with why. Yeah. So, let's move on to the next one. It's the sacral. Chakra. Its color is orange. It is a water element. This chakra is located in the lower abdominal stomach, (laughs) about four fingers below the navel. It's attributed to basic needs for sexuality as well as creativity and self-worth. When the sacral, sacral... Chakra is imbalanced. A person may feel emotionally explosive, irritable, sense of lack of energy and creativity, feeling manipulative, and obsessed with sexual thoughts. So, Ted Bundy. This one was really fucking out of whack. Yeah. There's the solar plexus. Its uh, color is yellow. The element is fire. So, Um. This is located between the navel and the bottom of your rib cage. It is characterized by emotions like ego, anger, and aggression. Scorpios. Um, an imbalance of the sore solar plexus chakra may manifest physical as physically as digestive problems, liver problems, or diabetes. Um, on an emotional level, one might struggle with depression, lack of self-esteem, anger, and perfectionism. Interesting. Like my Instagram reels. Oh my gosh, yeah. I wonder if those ladies got their chakras aligned, if they would like, if their husbands would be like, who are you? 
Because she'd be like, we're having frozen pizza for yeah. dinner. <laughs> and I'm no taking way. a nap. <laughs> like a human? Yes. Yeah. That's She's a she robot. They're, they're robots. That's what I'm going to go with. Uh, there's the heart heart chakra. Its color is green. Its element is air. Um, the heart chakra is located in the heart region. Shocker! Oh my god! What? Um, this chakra is the seat of balance, and it is characterized by emotions of love, attachment, compassion, trust, and passion. That's very interesting. When the heart chakra is imbalanced, a person may deal with emotional issues like anger, lack of trust, anxiety, jealousy, fear, and moodiness. So like a teenager. Yeah. Just teenager. Like a green monster. Yeah. Uh, the throat chakra is blue. Its color is blue. Um, its element is space. I did not know that was an element. I thought, I thought elements were just earth, fire, wind, water. Well, air. Yeah. Air. Space, oh, air. space, air. Well, we had air. Anyway, like, whatever. Yeah, We're going one. with it. Yeah. It's it's space. That makes sense because Mercury controls communication. Ooh. Chakra. Ooh. Okay. So the heart chakra is located at the base of the throat around the thyroid gland. It is associated with inspiration, healthy expression, faith, and the ability to communicate well. Which, burn your blue candle for that, too. We yes. learned last episode. Um, that it, the only reason why I remember that is because we literally just did that one. Yeah. Two um, ago. yeah. Um, a block, a blockage in the throat chakra may be experienced as lack of courage, quietness, a feeling of weakness or of inability to express our thoughts. We have the third eye chakra. The color is indigo and it doesn't have an element. Um, the third eye chakra is located between the eyebrows. It is said that meditating upon the chakra destroys the karma of past lives, brings liberation and intuitive knowledge. It, it's attributed as intelligence, intuition, insight, and self-knowledge. When imbalanced, it may make you feel non-assertive and afraid of success. Or on the contrary, it can make you more self-absorbed. An imbalance can manifest as a physical problem, like headaches, blurry vision, and eye strain, which I feel like the third eye chakra is probably the most talked about one. Yeah. Or at least when I when I do my meditation stuff, like that's the one we always talk about. Really? Yeah. What kind of meditation stuff are you looking at? Mm, I don't know. Like daily meditations, Have a, how to have a great day. Oh, and they only talk about your third eye? Mm-hmm. Well. I- I mean, also, these are, like, only, like, 5 to 15-minute meditation. Yeah, right. It's not like we can do the whole thing. Yeah. I'm sure there's one I, I get a lot, and I wonder if it's the algorithm pushes certain things at us. Uh, definitely. Because I get a lot of, like, you need to align your root chakra. Ooh. That's what I get a lot of messaging towards. So that's interesting. I wonder if that's the algorithm or the universe. Or is there Can a it be the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same it's thing. It's the same thing. Um, And then the last one is the count. Uh, crown chakra its color is violet white um it does not have an element just like the third eye chakra and then the crown chakra is located at the crown of the head um the seventh chakra is the center of spiritual spirituality enlightenment and dynamic thought and energy allows 
for the inward flow of wisdom and brings the gift of cosmic consciousness. When it is imbalanced, one might suffer from constant sense of frustration, melancholy, melancholy, and destructive feelings. Hmm. So, what do you do if one of your chakras are out of balance or blocked? Yeah, what do you do? What do you do, Lindsay? I don't know. I don't. You can do yoga. Um, and here's some of the poses that you can do when you're, you know, incorporate into your yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, the root chakra, you could do the tree pose or the mountain pose. Um, the sacral uh, chakra, you can do the crow pose or a standing pose like triangle pose. Um, the solar plexus, you can do the classic forward fold or fold bend. That one's one of my favorites. It's like when I have a lot of tense in my like shoulders, mm-hmm. I love just to stand up and just touch my toes and just let it like hang. And it's just like, oh my gosh, that no, feels well, so good. little. I am. My legs are too long for me to touch my toes. Well, it's more of the hanging, like letting your upper body hang and let gravity pull you down as much as it can. You don't mm. actually have to touch your toes. Um, there's also the cobra pose and the bow pose. I like cobra. Cobra is a nice one. Yeah. Um, the heart chakra, you can do the half bridge pose or the fish pose. I have no idea which ones those are. No, it's the fish pose. All I think of is like uh, fishy in face. Pitch Perfect when Fat Amy gets on the ground and does her mermaid dance. <laughs> That's the fish pose. That was improvised. I know. Well, of course it was. I don't think that you can't write that. No. You can't be like, she gets on the ground. And, and actually like, like a mermaid. Yeah. Actually, I think um, <laughs> they had to like d- digitally go into it and like get rid of like the tape on the ground because they weren't expecting her to be on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine being the camera guy for that? Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine being the camera guy for Robin Williams? Oh, my God. They probably had to have like three cameras on him at <gasps> all times. And it would be so hard to not ruin his takes with like background laughter. Yeah. Like that must have been the worst Part of it. I think in a goodwill hunting that happened. I bet it did. I bet it happened a lot. I'm sure it did. Also, when he did Genie, there was a lot of rated R things that happened oh, yeah. in that sound booth. Um, so we're moving on to the throat chakra. Yes. Um, a shoulder stand or a pledge pose. P l o u g h. P l o u g h. Plow. Sure pose that's what you do for the throat chakra um the third eye chakra is in the crown chakra you can do a handstand so get that blood flowing into your head i I guess i can't do a handstand actually i don't have the upper body strength for that shit you you do it against a wall no i'll fall okay okay so also um you can use crystals uh to align your chakras uh when i did my Super seven chakra alignment. That's what um, Dee spent a lot, a lot of time on with mm-hmm. crystals. Um, so for the root chakra, you can do black tourmaline. Um, the sacral chakra, you can do. Carnelian. Carnelian. Um, solar plexus, you can do citrine. Um, heart chakra, you do rose quartz. Um, throat chakra, you can do 
Aglanite light? It looks like angel light. Yeah, angelite. Angelite. Um, the third yeah, eye chakra. You can do dorma, dormerite. And then the crown chakra. You can do amorite. Amorine. Amorite. Am. Oh my gosh, <laughs> these fucking crystal names. Amatrine. Amatrine. So those are the crystals that you I've can never use. Heard of those. Those are interesting. I'm, I'm sure I have, I have it in my crystal, I have it in my crystal bo- a book, but you know that would consist of like me actually go grab my book. This side, and y'all can't see it anyway. Yeah. So know, and y'all to find out. That's yeah. what Google's for. Google it. Google it right now. Unless you're driving, don't Google it. Yeah, don't do that. So how could you use these crystals? Um, throw them at yourself. You could throw them at yourself, or throw them at other people who are misaligning oh your chakras. <laughs> you're fucking up my throat chakra. Throw this rock at your eyebrows. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you place the crystals on your body, starting at the base chakra and working your way up towards the crown chakra. Once all seven crystals have been placed on your chakras, stay in this layout for about 15 to 30 minutes. After 15 to 30 minutes, you can begin to remove the crystals from your body. Take the crystals off in the opposite direction, starting at the crown chakra and working down towards the base chakra. Uh, This helps you stay grounded. And then once you're finished, drink some water and take it easy. You could even reground yourself by sitting with your feet on the grass. Or standing on the grass, I feel like. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Just touch grass. I have moss. Or moss. I love my moss. So other ways that you can balance your chakras that I'm not going to get into deep dive, but if you're interested, you can look into this. Uh, Meditation, which I've mentioned for the third eye chakra. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, sound waves, different sound waves make different sounds around your chakras. Um, reconnect with nature, visualization, which is a type of meditation, and essential oils. So you can use all of those to get your chakras lined up. And you did crystals with that, with Dee Dee. Yeah, crystals and sound. Okay. Um, but I think she used the uh, tuning forks. Oh, okay. Uh, she used them more of a kind of help her gauge which chakras were out of tune. Interesting. Because she said that, uh, or she, I think she used a bell too. Because she's like, sometimes the bell just doesn't sound right. And that's because the chakra is not lined up. Interesting. That's cool. Does Is that what like the Himalayan singing bowls are for? It's for aligning chakras or are they just awesome? I think I think they're for a lot of things. I yeah. think I think they're the, for that. They're for um, meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that they're for healing in general too. Yeah. Um, actually one of the, the, uh, Facebook pages that I follow, they do, um, the singing bowls like on the beach. Yeah. Uh. But like just sitting on the beach is enough meditation for me. Like I, but then with singing bowls, oh my gosh. Yeah. Is that like a thing that we can go do? Yeah. We should go do that. Probably like 30 bucks or something, but yeah, we can do it. We'll go do it. That sounds like a blast. Was that so fun? Yeah, Did you I, have a blast? I I I loved doing that because I was like, oh my gosh, all I have to do is like just copy and paste and make it my own words. Like what? Yeah. I yeah. don't have to do much investigation here. I can just like I I love that. That was amazing. Everything's and, made up. Yeah, everything's made up, and the rules don't matter. The points don't matter. So but whatever. So tell me something spooky. I will tell you something spooky. So I did not do true crime because that's not my vibe. I did ghosties. Yeah. Uh. 
And I also thought that we could we could go back to my hometown. Oh ghosties. yes. So we're gonna go to Austin. Yes, let's go to Austin. We're go Texas. to the big ATX, y'all. Is that where the Alamo is? No, the Alamo's <laughs> in San Antonio. Don't forget that shit, okay? That's like our one job as Texans is to remember the Alamo. One time, story time. Go. I had been living here maybe three years, and I was doing a crossword puzzle, and I said Texas Monument. That's five letters. And the guy that I was dating at the time goes, oh, the Alamo. And I was like, I can't believe you got the Alamo before I did. I feel like a bad Texan. I have to go home. I was upset. Didn't you say that someone told your mom that it moved? Yeah, someone told my mom that they picked it up and moved it because San Antonio was getting too big and polluted for the for the fort to stay there. It was getting discolored. Mm-hmm. And so they picked it up and moved it. <laughs> she was like, of course, that makes perfect sense. I don't blame her. I would believe the same thing. It's not true. It's still in San Antonio. And then people were little mm-hmm. back then, them Texans. But we're not going to talk about the Alamo, which is also for show haunted. Yeah. For show. Isn't like Davy Crockett, like one of the ghosts there? Probably. Probably. Oh, Goober. Mm-hmm. Did Davy Crockett die there? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Most of them died. No, I think everyone died. No. Like three people lived. But Sam Houston was the one who said, remember the Alamo... When he later went on to defeat the Mexican army. Ah. Because don't worry, I know all about the Alamo. Got it. We go to the Alamo twice in Texas for school field trips because we do Alamo units in history. Of course. Because Texans are real full of themselves. Yeah. Like we are full-blown brainwashed by the school system in Texas. (laughs) Just so we're clear. But that's not what we're talking about right now. Okay? Stop. We're talking about... Austin. You're the one who brought up Texas. Yeah, it was my favorite. Um, so we're going to talk about the Driscoll, which is actually the most haunted building in Texas. Okay. Period. The Driscoll Hotel. Ooh. Yes. It's really, really cool. It's a beautiful building downtown Austin. Um, I actually stayed there one time with my mom. Do you have a ghost story about it? I don't. Oh. It was It was her holiday party for work. They rented out the ballroom. One of the ballrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and we stayed, we got to stay overnight. And it was nice. real fancy and bougie. Uh, they have a cafe downstairs that has the best chocolate croissants in the whole wide world. If anyone's looking to go there. And also you might see a ghost. So that's fun too. Croissants and croissants ghosts. And what else do you need in yeah. a hotel? Like, And I feel like if croissants are there, then definitely coffee's there. So you oh, have yeah. like croissants. Yeah. Oh. You, you can have a coffee date with ghosts. Yeah. Oh yes. my gosh. And they like, they have... It's a very, very fancy hotel. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very fancy. Uh, we got breakfast sent up to the room, and they had, like, the little bitty salt and pepper shakers on the tray. Oh, I think you just told me about this, And little tiny jams and like, jellies and stuff. Yeah. But it's it's very, very fancy hotel um, in downtown Austin, where I'm from, from a million trillion years ago when I used to live there. But it was opened in 1886, and it was built by Colonel Jesse Driscoll. Okay. Who was a cattleman in Austin. Okay. And it actually, when it was originally built, because um, he was such a gentleman, Mm -hmm. you know, he built two separate entrances so that the men could go into the lobby and, like, check in, Mm -hmm. you know, and then the women could go straight to their rooms. And they didn't have to go in the lobby where those icky, yucky cattlemen were. Oh, okay. So it was real considerate of him, you know. See, I think that's sexist. It's super sexist. Okay. But- in his mind, he was like, well, we would hate for them to hear any offensive language. Oh, okay. This way they could just sneak in the back and go straight to their rooms. Mm-hmm. 
Like, okay, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Um, the Driscoll was opened in 1886. Uh, there was a, the original building was a four story Romanesque revival. And then there was a 13 story annex, which is in my opinion, not that beautiful built on in 1930. Okay. Next to the original building. But the original building is like, oh my gosh. It's, um, have you ever seen American Horror Story Hotel? No. Okay. Well, have you ever, uh, heard of that hotel in Los Angeles that's like, was a murder hotel? No. Okay. Well, never mind then. That's <laughs> but not it was what's fancy. Here. It was fancy. It, it's, it is very, very, like marble floors, Ooh. skylights. Oh my gosh. That was like, yeah. totally like in Britney Spears. Yeah. Book. She was talking about, like, how she wanted marble floors. And they're like, why would you have marble floors? Like, they're super slippery. And she's like, I want a fucking marble floor. Because she just had two babies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a thing. Speaking of marble floors. It's a thing. It's okay. You could have had marble floors. Yeah. It's not too weird. Yeah. That's silly. Some more famous stuff that happened there, though, was um, Lyndon Bird Johnson. Lyndon Baines Johnson. Mm-hmm. Met his wife, Lady Bird Johnson, there oh. in the 30s. Uh, and then he also used it as a an outpost for the White House press corps while he was president. Oh. So it's it's not far from the Capitol building in Austin. Oh, okay. So it is in the heart of downtown. So a lot like, of politicians right. are probably going there. Oh, super duper prominent. Actually, on 9-11, President Bush's daughters were taken to the Driscoll oh. to be like hidden. Basically. But really just to go, you know, be safe. Not be in the White House. Right. They took them to the Driscoll. I'm surprised they didn't take them to, like, Camp David. Yeah, like a bunker. Yeah. Like, the Driscoll could still... And also, then the Driscoll would get bombed, and that would be really sad. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure they were not thinking that. Yeah. I guess. I just... I I would not move a target to a historical building. Yeah. If I was the government. That seems like a bad move. I don't know. They, They probably just had him in the bunker so he was just like they were like he's safe so who gives a fuck about his family yeah well i mean they did also put them up in the driscoll it's really nice yeah that's cool that's cool so but yeah very very prominent every texan politician basically has you know stayed there got it and actually i think like bill clinton has stayed there a bunch of people it's all the um, people yeah it's also been home to like a lot of um Prominent musicians like Louis Armstrong did mm-hmm. a three day concert series there. Oh, okay. In the um in one of the ballrooms. Um they've had like governors balls there and um presidents events, mm-hmm. all sorts of they've got I think two huge ballrooms. And um but yeah, it's just it's a really big prominent place in Austin. So if there was ever an election for governor they could have one ballroom for the Republicans yeah. and one for the Democrats. They probably have, honestly. No, so it'd be a fucking riot. They probably wouldn't do that. Well, no, because it's the Driscoll and they love every Texan. Okay. They love all Texans at the Driscoll. All Texans should love all Texans. Really? But we'll get into that another day. Okay. So, you want to hear about the ghosties, though? Yes. Okay. So, not long after it opened in 1886... Because of those silly old marble floors, a little girl, Samantha Houston, who was actually um, a senator's daughter, okay, was there, and she was chasing her ball, mm-hmm. and she fell down the stairs to her death <gasps> of the grand staircase. 
because marble, marble floors. floors. Maybe not Britney Spears. You will crack your skull. Maybe not have marble floors. You will crack your skull. Um, but so very soon after it opened, a tragedy, which is probably why it immediately was like, "This place is haunted. Something's yeah. wrong." Da da da. Yeah. Actually, that's one of the only tragedies to ever have occurred there. Like, there's not a lot of like suicides, like with many other hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no like bride there. Oh, there's. Is there a woman in white? There's not. There's not a woman in white. There's not. Huh. Um, but Samantha, this little girl, can still be heard giggling around the hotel. Um, Good for her. Yep. She, people hear the ball. Like, they think, when they're walking up the grand staircase, people have reported thinking they dropped something because they heard something drop. Mm-hmm. And it's the ball that mm-hmm. she was playing with. Um. She also has a portrait on the fifth floor that her father commissioned after her death. Oh. And the Driscoll obtained it after his death mm-hmm. and uh, hung it on the fifth floor. And I think her name was Monica Phillips of the Austin Ghost Tours talked about um, how the expression will change oh. on the portrait. No, thank you. And she, through mediums, is often able to communicate through her portrait. Okay. So the medium will go be near the portrait and can communicate with her. So that's a hot spot. Right. Stairs and the portrait. Yes. The stairs and the portrait. For Samantha, that's a hot spot. Um, so then there's also Jesse Driscoll himself, the man who made the building. Okay. And the theory there is that he just comes and checks on the property whenever mm-hmm. because he smoked cigars. Okay. Almost constantly. And people will report smelling cigar smoke in the rooms. I mean, like, to the point where people have had to change rooms. Oh, wow. And be like, I can't breathe in here. What the heck? <laughs> like, it's 2023. Why are you not? Why are you allowing smoking in the hotel? Wow. Nobody does that. But, um, yeah, the, the staff say that that's, like, an actual issue that they have to deal with. Yeah. It's, like, the cigar smoke. People will have to change rooms. And then, um, but here's the thing. If you go stay there. Smoke a cigar. No one's going to fucking know. Yeah, true. They ain't going to know. They're not going to know. But also don't do that. That's rude. Also. It's a really fancy It hotel. might be a fire de- uh, smoke detector. I know. Somewhere. I wonder if anyone's ever gotten charged like a, a cleaning fee because the room smelled like smoke after they left. That or I wonder if the hotel just comps it automatically and assumes it's the ghost. I hope they comp it. I know. I wonder now. If not, take them to like, court. I'd be like, there was a ghost. It was a ghost. It was at me. It wasn't me. I shouldn't have to pay this $200. Y'all are ridiculous. What do you mean you found ashes on the bedspread? That's the ghost. I understand there were three cigarette butts in the bathtub, but, you know. It's the ghost. It's the ghost. Not even me. He he owns the place. What are you going to do? Yeah. You're, you're going to tell the boss what to do? Yeah, because that's the theory with him is that he basically just comes back and checks in and sees what's up. But I've heard, like, People see him in the windows because mm-hmm. I've heard. A, I remember. I don't remember finding any of this in an article, but now I'm thinking about it harder. I remember back, like when you stayed there, when I lived there. Well, when I lived in Austin, and people would talk about like, yeah, if you walk down Congress or um, Brazos, mm-hmm. which is the roads, um, but you can see him in the window him or someone in the window. Ooh. Of certain rooms. and But the thing with him that's frustrating is that he goes to, like, all the rooms. Yeah. Like, he's all over the place. He's not just kind of like, we hear the ball on the grand staircase. Yeah. Or we hear her near her portrait. It's just, like, wherever. 
And now that they don't allow smoking indoors, it's it's an issue. Yeah. Because people complain. Yeah. Like, frequently. <laughs> Which is fair. I wonder if, like, you just set a boundary with them. Like you do, like, with normal ghosts. Be like, okay, I understand. You're the boss, dude. But you cannot smoke cigars inside anymore. Yeah, I don't you think have that you go... can tell an 1880s cattleman to take his cigar outside. Yeah. I just don't see that He might start throwing shit. Yeah. I he feel might like... start getting a poltergeist. Yeah. I feel like you just let him do what he's going to do at that point. Because mm-hmm. it's not every day. You know, he just comes around every now and again. Yeah. And checks it out. And But now it is obvious that it's him. Because yeah. there's no one else smoking inside. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. And then... There's Peter Lawless, who was a railroad man who lived at the hotel for 31 years until he died in the hotel. Must be nice. And he's one of, like, the very few number of people who have died in the hotel. Samantha, the little girl. Um, I'm not sure if Jesse Driscoll actually died in the hotel. He just really, really liked it. Well, it was his, right. So I'm not sure if he actually died there. But Peter Lawless did. Mm-hmm. He, after retiring from running his railroad company. Moved into the Driscoll, like, you know, them old people did back in the day. You remember that? Like Zach and Cody. Yeah. Living in the hotel. Yeah, but I think their parents owned the hotel, didn't Zach they? Zach and Cody's parents didn't own the hotel. No, what, wh- why were they there then? His mom, their mom was a singer. Oh, In okay. the lounge. Oh, yeah. Kim Rhodes. Oh, yeah. That girl is awesome. She went on to be, like, in Supernatural, and she was one of the best characters on the whole show. Yeah? Yes. Nice. Hands down. And every interview that I've ever seen of her, she's, like, just Fabulous. really cool. Like, she's just really cool. Mm-hmm. She just seems like one of those people who, like, everyone get along with. Yeah. Like, she'd just be like, that's cool, man. She wouldn't make you feel bad about yourself or anything. Yeah. I like those kind of people. Yeah. Anywho, back to Peter Lawless, who's not one of those kind of people. Okay. He's actually quite obnoxious. Because he will ride the elevators. Okay. With you. Um, in his old timey clothes, and which is not fun, right? He won't talk to you. He will check his watch because he's a very busy man with very busy things to do. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have time to talk with you people, and the staff will see him get on and off the elevators all the time. Mm-hmm. And then the elevators will also just do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, like you'll press three, and he'll be like, mm, "My room's on too." Yeah. So no, you're gonna stop first. Also, so the Driscoll is old. Like he- it's an old, old, old building. Yeah. And so... You said 1800s. Right. So you've got, like, those long, scary hotel hallways. Mm-hmm. And then elevators that are just opening and closing at random. Yeah. And so that's very creepy. Very shining yes. vibes. It's it's just... Elevators in general are kind of creepy because they're confined spaces and you're in this weird chute. And, like, the wrong thing happens and you're just plummeting to your death. Yeah. But then also, like, to have it m- actively malfunctioning while you're in it. Yeah. I might be taking the stairs. Yeah, it's a no from me, dog. I think actually I did take the stairs while I was there. Oh, did you? I was pretty young. I was probably like 10 or 11 when we went. But I remember a stairwell. And I wonder if the elevators were messing up. Because mm-hmm. they go out of order, too. Yeah. Like, they have to, like, close them. And people will have to take the stairs. Oh, my gosh. Can yeah. you imagine? With all your luggage. I mean, being... there's boys and shit. Oh, my gosh. Could you? Well, no. Could you imagine... Being on the elevator, he's on the elevator with you, and then it shuts down. And then he disappears. Yeah. No. It's no, no. Nope for me. No, no, no. And what if the, the, and what if the elevator had mirrors? 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> Man, I hate a mirror. So then you could only see him in the mirror. You know what? I was thinking about my mirror fear today, and I was like, is that some sort of like weird psychological problem where I don't want to look at myself? But I don't think that's it. I think they just creep me out. I'm always worried something's going to pop up behind me and be like, sup? <laughs> like, no. Yeah. That's not going to work. Any hoozle. Yeah. Mirrored elevators are the worst. Mm-hmm. I hate those. Why do they do that? I don't know. It's already uncomfortable in there. Yeah. And now I'm like surrounded. Thank God for cell phones now. Yeah, you can just look down. Just grab your phone. Look at your phone. Yeah. Do your thing. That's really legitimate. I think. But yeah, so that's actually all of the ghosties that I know for sure are at the Driscoll. Nice. The Annex doesn't have anything going on. These are all mostly just in the main building. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is this... Monica Phillips of the Austin Ghost Tours wrote a book, The Tales of the Driscoll. Ooh. And she has done, I mean, there have been hundreds. My grandmother has investigated the Driscoll. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there have been so many uh, investigations, paranormal investigations Mm -hmm. done there. And it's, it's crazy to me to think about because I don't think of it as that haunted. I think of it as this nice, pretty hotel. Yeah. But, like, it is. That's really fancy. Right. It, but it is. you have breakfast in bed with small, yeah. salt and pepper shakers. Yes. It's so cute and fancy. But, like, I just, it, but, yeah, it's, like, haunted AF. Mm-hmm. Like, they get EVPs in there all the time, especially of the little girl. Yeah, at the um, stairs. Mm-hmm. And then they get, um, they've had, like, Full apparition sightings. I don't know that they've gotten anything like that on camera. But people have reported seeing whole ass ghosts. Yeah. Like multiple times. Because mm-hmm. that's another thing. It's, it's one thing to get an apparition, but it's another thing to get multiple sightings of apparitions over the years. But I guess it's a 150-year-old building. Mm-hmm. It could have that many sightings. Well, yeah. Especially since she died right then, like right when it opened. Yeah. That really, can you imagine how much that must have scared the owner man? Like, shit. No one's going to stay here now. He's like, the fucking architect told me not to have fucking marble floors, but I had to be a Britney Spears and be a diva and get marble floors. I wonder if the architect did say anything about that. That'd be funny. Like, you do realize that floors are slippery. And he's like, "Eh, I'll be fine. Well, there's this huge grand staircase. Mm-hmm. Right, that lead down to the marble. I wonder, it is also kind of surprising that nothing else has ever happened on those floors. No one else has ever died. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Because, like, people are stupid. Yeah. And now it's, like, busy. You know what I mean? They're they're probably consistently sold out. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that is kind of surprising. I wonder if they've put something over the floor. Like, maybe put, like, sand and yeah, then like, like a, a sealant. Cl- clear finish on it so yeah. it has a grip right probably maybe so. that would be smart it also doesn't rain in austin it's like a desert so it's not like you'd have wet floors all the time like here mm-hmm. where like if you leave the door open in july your floor is gonna get wet i forgot was it a book i was reading or something i don't remember but they were talking about like they were in california oh no it was a uh, the be- the podcasters that i follow um and that's why we drink mm-hmm. Um, Christine was like, it rained today in California. We never have rain. It's just so amazing and awesome. And I'm just like, it doesn't rain where you were at? Like, yeah. I don't understand that concept. Cause like, 
for instance, today, we got, like, misty, somewhat rain all day. Mm-hmm. And we could have that, like... They could have filmed some Twilight scenes here today. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But, yeah, we we get rain here all the time. So, like, the idea that it doesn't rain somewhere... Yeah. ...blows me out of the water. It is. It is really weird. When I first moved here, like, I, I still, even now, struggle to drive in the rain. Because mm-hmm. that's not what I'm used to. I yeah. didn't grow up driving in the rain. When it rained, we usually just didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Because also our ground didn't soak it up, so it would flash flood. Because underneath the soil, about three inches is rock. Yeah. This is just rocks. So it wouldn't, the ground wouldn't absorb it. Right. It's not like the swamp here. Yeah. Yeah. Here it's Where, just Yeah, like, it might flash flood, but like give it 30 minutes, it's going to soak. It'll, it'll mm-hmm. be great. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. The ex and my kid boated around my yard after Sally, and then it was gone within six hours. Yeah. Like, they were able to boat, and then it was just gone. That wouldn't, like, in, in Austin, you, you're you in that boat for a few days. I was worried about you then. I was just like, are you okay? Are you okay? And we still like, had power. Like, everything was totally fine, other than it was just real wet. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was fine. This is, but, yeah, that's my little plug for the Driscoll and um, Austin Ghost Tours. Yeah. Because there's, there are so many places around Austin that are haunted. I can't, I can't wait till like we travel. Yeah. And like check some of these places out. I almost did another spot in Austin um, called Convict Hill. Mm-hmm. But, and Austinites will know what I'm talking about with when I say Convict Hill. But there was not as much as I thought there was. Like some of the stuff I had to weed out like what is some crap that someone told me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And what is actual facts. Yeah. Because that's a problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, even what stories you were told is still a story. So you'd be like, I mean, like the Ted Bundy. I was like, I didn't find any articles, but I heard that he was here at our college. So it sounds legit. I still told it. It's still a ghost story. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's the Driscoll for you. And maybe next time if I do another one, I'll do some more. Texan stuff. Or or Tiger King. Or Tiger King. <gasps> I could do Carol Baskin. No, because she... Mm, nope. Because she crazy. And look what she did. Look what she did to Joe Exotic. I he, he, he a little did that to himself, to be honest. Yeah. Like, don't tell everyone that you're going to do that. Yeah. If you're going to commit a crime, shut up. <laughs> Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. If you don't ever say that I committed the crime, then no one will ever think that you committed the crime. It wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Thank you for listening. We release a new episode every Monday. So roll one and meet us back here next week for more spooky and witchy shit. I changed it. Are you so excited? I'm glad. I'm super happy. I only changed that part, though. The rest of it's the exact same. That's fine. You ready? Continue. Okay. In the meantime, check out our Instagram, the Spooky Stoners Podcast. That is stoners with three Zs. I said it all. Good job. Thanks. If you'd like to contact us about your personal true crime or paranormal story, or if there's a subject you would like us to cover, you can email us at the Stooky... Oh, I was doing so good. Mm -hmm. What's the email address, Lindsay Luhu? The Spooky Stoners Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is stoners with three Zs. Three Zs. So, we will see... What? I was going to be like, like a bee. I know, but that made me think of the show that I've been watching, which is Jenny in Georgia, and she talks about when you get a bee, you sting first. Oh. And that's why she killed that guy. 
Okay. Which is fair. So, we will see you next Monday. And in the meantime, smoke on, spooky stoners. Bye. Bye. We'll miss you. Good day. Thank you.